live from State Street in the heart of Chicago. You are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. All right, don't forget uh, the new hours for Waddle and Sylvie. We're on now till 6.30. We'll cross talk with Black and Abdallah at 6.15. It's been a uh, it's been a wild show. Yeah, it's been very adventurous. Who knows? Maybe we'll get a little bit more wild. Uh, Mike Lombardi, always an interesting guest. His uh, book, we've talked to him about it before. Football done right. Setting the record straight on the coaches, players, and the history of the NFL. You've worked with Lombardi before. We've yep. had him on the show before. He joins us right now on the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline. Mike, how you feeling today? Happy Super Bowl. I feel good. You know, Tommy, we're back at the Super Bowl again. Yeah. Do you remember those days? I do. Put you through the meat grinder all, all day long? Yeah. Now they don't even yeah. send me out there anymore. I just sit in the studio here in Chicago. Good. That's the best thing. It I is. mean, right. why not? You know, yeah. it's the best way to do it. No doubt. No doubt. Hey, Mike, what are you hearing with regard to what the Bears are most likely to do with the quarterback situation, just not just with Justin Fields, but with the number one overall pick? I, I think for them to say who they're interested in or who they like would be a little early. You know, they, you've had no face-to-face interviews with any players or, or that. But I get the sense, if you talk to people at the Senior Bowl, that they are probably going to see if they can make a move and keep the quarter, trade a quarterback trade fields and pick the quarterback. And I think that's the prudent play. I mean, they have to be able to throw the ball better. There's no question. I mean, everybody talked about DJ Moore. You know, Justin Fields averaged seven seven yards, 7.1 last year without Moore. This year he averages 6.9. So I think there's a, a lot of people feel like they're going to take the quarterback. We, we talked to you midseason, and, and you've made no bones about the way you feel about, about Justin. Did you see any, any improvement towards the back end of the season? I, I, I think Justin's a fabulous athlete, right? I do. I don't, and I don't mean to be, you know, downplaying him, but in terms of quarterback that can make the throws under pressure that you need to make, I thought he protected the ball better the second half. But for me, you know, look, one of the few teams Detroit held under 200 yards passing was the Bears. You know, and I think to me, if you're going to win and win a title, you have to get a quarterback who can throw the ball under pressure in the fourth quarter. And I just don't think Justin's that guy. Mike, if they are to move on from him, what do you anticipate the market for Justin to be out there? Well, here's where it gets interesting, right? Here's where it gets really interesting is Luke Getzey just takes a job at the Raiders. They need a quarterback, okay? They need a quarterback family. If the Raiders aren't interested in Justin Fields, the rest of the NFL will pay attention. They will know that. And that will lower the value because he'll know something that someone else doesn't know. And I think that becomes a problem if you're a Bears fan. And I think if you're Ryan Poles, you will try to make it so that the Bears are involved with the Raiders because that sells the idea. But I'm not sure that's going to be the case. I really are. I think it's going to be some team 
that if they do their homework and they talk to people who have been at the Bears or or have been around it, they're going to find out what the story is. If the Raiders aren't interested in trading for Justin Fields, the rest of the NFL, which is a copycat league, will pay attention. Well, Mike, what about the Steelers? Arthur Smith is running the, te- uh, running the offense at least now. He had a really good game against Atlanta. He likes a dual-threat quarterback. Do you see a fit there? Uh, you know, look, I think the other question is, you're passing fields onto a team with, uh, no fifth, with no other year, right? So are they, is he going to be worthy to pick up the fifth year? So it's easy to say let's trade him to Pittsburgh, but do you really think Pittsburgh's going to take a player that has one year left on a contract that you're not sure you're going to extend. The question really is about, are we going to bring Fields back? The question is, do we want to pay Fields what it's going to take to pay him to be our starting quarterback, or would we be better off trying to find somebody who we thought could be a guy that was uh, that had the ability to get on a rookie contract? To me, that's the case. How about the timing? If the Bears, again, if Ryan Poles is, is inspired to move on from Justin, do you make that trade if your Poles sooner rather than later, Mike, before free agency maybe closes the door on some spots? Well, I, I think if you're Poles, you got to find somebody who can handle it, right, who's willing to take them on. I think this is a complicated deal because, you know, you're just not evaluating the player. You're evaluating do you want to pay the contract. And that's when it gets really hard, and that's when it becomes a real issue. And I think you've got to really do a good job of understanding that because this is a salary cap era, and we know this. Teams that have the rookie quarterback under contract are able to build their team through that contract, and then they pay the player. Whereas if you pay the quarterback, you could end up like Minnesota, where you're always kind of behind because the quarterback's eating so much of your cap. So that's the issue. And for me, Poles is going to have to take the best deal he can take when he gets it, if he decides to go in that direction. Because, look, they're not going to let him redo the contract because how would you do a contract for field? Are you picking up the fifth year? Are you sure you're doing that? I don't know if you are. And then what is the fifth year? I think that ultimately comes down to, do you want to pay $40 million a year? Do you want to pay $50 million a year? I think there's too many unknowns. Um, do you think there is any chance of a scenario where they keep Justin Fields and do they also use the first overall pick on a quarterback? I mean, you could see that, right? Because if they don't get the value for him and they bring it in, I mean, we saw this happen before. Drew Brees, right? Drew Brees, they drafted Phillip Rivers. They didn't think Brees could do it. Now, they lost Brees in free agency, but they only lost Brees in free agency because he had the bad shoulder and everybody flunked him on the physical. Nick Saban would have never gone to Alabama had Drew Brees been able to pass his physical. So I think you could see that. You've got to be very careful how you do that. I think if you're Matt Eberflus and you want to start with your program with your rookie quarterback, I think it would be ideal to not have the fields there. But, again, this comes down to where Poles and and Eberflus see their job security. Talking to Michael Lombardi, it's Waddle and Sylvia on ESPN 1000. What do you hear about Caleb Williams? And what when you hear talk about a power play that he could maybe pull on the Bears and demand to go to Washington, what is your reaction? Uh, you know, we got to stop talking like it's the NBA. Please, can we stop this? Like, this is we're, the NFL is not the NBA. Okay, that's just not the case, right? The NFL is not. The players don't dictate where they what they do, and especially in the draft. Once he declares he's coming out, now 
let's go back to it. I wrote about this in Football Done Right. John Elway, he had baseball. That was the only thing he had. He had the Yankees interested in him. And let's and Al Davis was orchestrating this behind the scenes because he was trying to trade for Elway, right? And so he was trying to convince George Steinbrenner to draft him and then basically play hardball with the, 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 with the Baltimore Colts that he would go back to baseball. And then Al got left at the altar because the Denver came in and swooped him up. But there was a lot of things happening then. That's not happening now. So I think it's really hard. And look, I'm not going to take anything that Caleb Williams is reported to have said in the media unless he says it to your face. I think it's unfair to the kid. How do you feel about him as an NFL prospect, Mike? I, without, without Tommy, without studying him completely, I've been TV scouting him. But I'm going to get once the Super Bowl's over, I'm going to get deeper into it. I think he's a fabulous player. Now, you can't fault him for their inability to have any defense at USC. That's more Lincoln Riley's problem than anybody. And this year's team wasn't nearly as good as it needed to be. But I do think the kid's got unique ability. Plus, here's what you want. You want the player to make a second play, right? We all want that. When Mahomes, when the play breaks down for Mahomes, he makes a better play. right? He turns a bad play into a good play. You need to do that. Fields does that to a degree, but does it most of the time with his legs, right? And so you need somebody to be able to do that, and I think Caleb can do that. He has a better pocket presence than Fields has. You can just see that from TV scout. Did, uh, a coaching question for you. Do you believe that the Bears made a mistake sticking with Matt Eberflus and, and possibly not even going to make a, you know, a phone call to Jim Harbaugh? Well, I, I, look, I, I have great respect for what Matt did this year under the situation that he was under. You know, losing his defensive coordinator, the running back coach, all the uncertainty at quarterback. I mean, do you remember going back to the Washington game? People thought he might get fired first. I know right. that Peter King and his Monday morning quarterback thought he would get fired. And he, he won that game, and he kind of got the team going. I, I, I think he did a wonderful job. I really do. But I think you owed it to the franchise to see if you could get a better coach. This is not a knock on Eberflus. Right. If you're truly committed to where do you think this is going to go, I think you, you should have called Harbaugh. You should see where Vrabel is. You should see what Belichick wants to do and test the waters. Now, I know that's hard when you have a sitting coach, but we all know in the NFL you can do a lot of things without anybody knowing it. Yeah, I want to give you a chance uh, in a minute to talk about the book, but I, I know you're a man of strong opinions. So I want to play you something one of our other hosts said about you because I think you would, you would want to face that head on. Now, knowing that, Mike... He does not represent what we think of you, okay? So I'm going no, that's, hey, hey, let me say this before you play that clip. Yeah, okay. I've been in the room. I've been in the room with Al Davis. Okay. I've been called an idiot by Al Davis. Okay. I don't know I don't know what you have in store for me, but trust me. Okay. I I have no problem You've faced worse. because whoever he says, I can deal with. Okay. okay. So, so go ahead. So this is David Kaplan who's done a radio show in this town for many, many years. He does our morning show with Jonathan Hood, Cap and Hoodie. And uh, he was very pissed at you about your take on Montez Sweat earlier this year. And um, you were vocal about that. You thought the Bears made a mistake. And this is him talking about you several weeks ago. And he wanted to get you on. And I don't think he was able to get you on. So this is what he said. And then I want your reaction and then your take on if if the Bears made the right move. So take a listen to this. They had already discussed the parameters of a contract before he made the trade. He knew the price going in. He was comfortable with said price, so he traded for him. It took them exactly six days to get his contract done, period. 
and Atlanta thought they were getting him, and they had already discussed the parameters of a, a contract. He was never getting the free agency. So whatever this thick-headed idiot named Mike Lombardi continues to say, he shows you each day that he's dumber than the day before. Damn. That's not nice. That's not nice. Let me say say this. If David would like to talk about football, about anything that's related to football, I'd be more than happy to talk to him because I think, having worked for Walsh, Belichick, and Al Davis, that my football knowledge is well far ahead of David. Now, what I said very clearly was I would have waited the free agency because Atlanta, okay, he claims Atlanta was going to trade away a second-round pick. I'm not so sure about that. He claims Atlanta was going to pay it. That's the rhetoric that's out there. My point was never Sweat wasn't a good player. My point was why give up an asset when you can get him in free agency? Now, he claims he would have never made it to free agency. Okay, you can claim that. All right, you can claim that. But I find it hard to believe that Atlanta, who is going to go through a coaching change, was going to do something like that. It's not in their norm to do it. But, look, Kaplan's entitled to his opinion. He certainly is. This is America. But when you talk about knowledge of football and you talk about things and he wants to call me an idiot, then let's go in a room and let's talk about all the X's and O's. Let's talk about the game itself. Let him read my book, Gridiron Genius, read my book, Football Done Right, and we'll see who's smarter when it comes to the game of football. He's got a platform in Chicago. They're all Bear fans. I'm sure he was fully supportive of Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, he, he was. was playing there. <laughs> he was. Okay, he was. so let's go back there. And I know he was. Okay, I know he was. Okay, but we're not going to bring that up because that genius with an eraser erased all that. Okay, Mike. In all seriousness, do, do do you feel a little bit better for the Bears with how Sweat played and the fact that he is under contract now for the next four years? Look, the Bears had to get to a minimum spending. Yeah. I don't think David mentioned that in his thing. So they had to get to the minimum spending. And so it was really they had to spend money. So it kind of fit. Now, they overpaid. Don't get me wrong. I think Sweat always was a good player. But to me, I I, I don't think anybody who's managed a cap would have done that because of the fact that why would I give up a second-round pick, which is the greatest pick of all to give up, four-year contract at economic value. It's the greatest pick of all. So, look, is there another player as good as Sweat coming down the field? Yeah, I probably think he's not a once-in-a-lifetime. This ain't Richard Dent. Let's put that in perspective, okay? So let's do that. I think he's a really good player. But, you know, I'm sure so did David think Mitchell Trubisky was (laughs) once-in-a-lifetime. He did. Where where can uh, he called me an idiot? By the way, he (laughs) called me an idiot back then too. When I was telling him to to that Mitchell Trubisky wasn't any good. Yeah, and and I was told to never come to Chicago because I would get I would get I would literally get lynched if I ever went to Chicago because I was an idiot on that. And I'm sure he feels the same way about Fields. But I'll be proven right on that too. It it sounds like you were. It sounds like you did some scouting on this. Yeah. I think you guys need well, look, to get to have a I mean, this guy, this guy's a this guy's a Twitter tough guy, right? He's a Twitter tough guy. He wants to get me on the show to get ratings. I, he's never called DraftKings to ask me to be booked on a show, and I've never turned down his show. He might try to do it through Twitter, but let me just say this really clearly: I could care less about reading my mentions on Twitter. I'm, I could care less because the guys that are in their basement eating meatloaf, yelling for mom, <laughs> I don't pay attention to. Hilarious. How can David and others get your book, Football Done Right, setting the record well, straight? David, David, <laughs> David, I mean, David needs to read it. Actually, David should let me 
let me read it to him on the audible version. That probably would work out better. You know, and, and this genius with an eraser, and he and Mitchell can go celebrate the next team Mitchell goes to. It's at all, any bookstore you want, Amazon, online, anywhere you can get it. <laughs> Mike, Mike, thanks for your time, man. Enjoy the Super Bowl Guys, week out thank there. You, thank you for the opportunity to talk about one genius with an eraser. Thank you, guys. See you, Mike. Thanks, there, Mike. There's, he was ready for that. I, didn't, I did not know that, yeah. that he would be ready for that. Um, I, I, I am on cap side on the Montez Sweat deal. I yeah, was I'm, a little I'm apprehensive yeah. on, on that, um, but I, I am uh, on cap side on this one that, that they were not going to get him in free agency if they would have let that go without making a trade for him. Yeah, this was a calculated risk on their behalf, and I was fine with how they did it. I don't, I've never been a GM of any football team, but... That's I had no problem with what Ryan Poles did. All right, uh, we'll we'll cross talk with. I like the, Mike though. Mike's <laughs> a great personality. I worked with him out in L.A. I think uh, he and Cap should sit down and have they, a, a nice dinner. I and, think they would be fast friends. Yes, actually, I think they would. I really do. All right, uh, we will cross talk with Black and Abdallah. It's brought to you by Steinhoffels, and it's coming up next. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at T Waddle 87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. It was one for the memory banks as Waddle's just saying off the air. Yeah, we've been told to piss off. I did. Will I bon, was told that. Will Bond Will bon scolded us yeah. for being right. Well, he always wrong. does. We're standing in the producer's booth. It's myself, Jake, Jack, Tyler, Meller. And Chris was walking in, and you know the gif of the guy when everybody goes, oh, and the guy like is going through the frame <laughs> when he said, I'm sure he was a Trubisky guy too. <laughs> oh my God. Did you, oh, did nothing, that get you? My, that heart, get my you? heart grew Chris, 12 sizes that, that one day. get you? I, no, I, it's just that, that's, um, that's a kill shot right there. <laughs> I mean, I mean, listen, that for, one brings for all, down a hippo. all the crap that Cap talked for so long about Trubisky and then to take shots at Lombardi and for his retort to be, I bet you he's a Trubisky guy like that. <laughs> and and talking about icing on the cake, that, flopping it on incredible. the table by saying, well, I mean, I think having worked for Walsh and Davis and Belichick, Belichick. like I think, I think I know a thing or two. Oh, that's so good. We could have a football off. Yeah, and we you guys get them so together. Great. You guys want to feel old. Up. I mean, we, can we can we do that at Football Fest this year? Do you oh, think we could get Lombardi oh. and Cap in a ring? And, and I'm telling them? you though that after one conversation that Cap would have oh, on his be, cell phone, yeah. he'd be like, "Oh, we're we're great friends now. Yeah. We're great yeah. friends." That would be a I guy don't know that, that Mike would would have the same feeling, <laughs> but I think so. Was Cap listening? Uh, have you guys heard from Cap? I, I've not heard. Was anything. he listening to I the station? Know. I wasn't listening. Has this you gone know back that's to how he, I wasn't No, I know. Listening. Like, like if if Shay pulls that audio for tomorrow morning, he's not here tomorrow. Ah, he's not here. He said tomorrow? at the end of the show today, I'm not oh, here tomorrow. No, see now he's going to escape. Yeah. This. That, when, when's he back next? Uh, Thursday, Thursday afternoon. And for, and for yeah. me, I'm working the morning. Well, he did a he did me a solid well, where I need to go to uh, Braxton's uh, concert. Okay. You guys are like Waddle. You guys are like Yoan Mankata. What's that? You're reporting for spring training training a little <laughs> early, aren't you? You got to hold them accountable. First of all, Mankata's not showing up early. He already did. He's there. Oh, really? He's there. For what? He's, he's there for what? He's gonna get tired. Doesn't matter. For what? He's, he's, for what? He showed up like two weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> He's knocking on the door. Does he know? I swear to God, where's Miller? Did he leave already? Miller's gone. He showed up already. Like he is. Oh, I'm he's sure there. Cap's gonna have a have a response. Well, you, you gotta you gotta hold gotta his feet response. to the fire. Yeah. You gotta get a response. Yeah, of on course the he's gonna. We're gonna, we're know, gonna play this for can, you. Can you can you really flex and say you liked um, uh, Mitch Trubisky when actually he drafted Jamarcus Russell? That's a very good. You know retort. what I mean? Well, well, okay, I may have liked. Well, uh, listen, if you're going F up for F up here, though. That's what I'm saying. No, like, I know, but like he, uh, he actually accomplished enough to get the position to do so. It's though. true, right? What's worse, I guess. Uh, I guess he made a living in the sport. Yeah, yeah. Cap coached Northern. <laughs> he was a coach at Northern. He didn't coach Northern. Yeah, he wasn't the head coach at Northern. Head bag man. Um, he, co- he coached all sports too. Yeah, <laughs> not just basketball. He coached football, lacrosse. All of it. <laughs> Did he really coach lacrosse? No, I'm joking. Chris. <laughs> Come on, what are you talking about? Well, it's possible. No. He was the GM of the lacrosse team. He, he saw oh, six foot and under yeah. league. Mm-hmm. He yeah. was what? He was a linebacker <laughs> or a safety? But he had long flowing hair. Wasn't that the story? Yes. Yes. At his uh, was he a linebacker? Yeah, I don't he know. Played football. Yeah, yeah he Hamlin. Played Hamlin. 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 Yeah, Hamlin. You. It's we need not, to get what, what D is Hamlin. Three. D10? Nine. Uh, D3, though. D3? It's more than okay. we did. not even D. It's E. It's, it's one letter down. A flowy it's not even D. Down it's, D. it's E. It goes down one. We also were upstairs uh, after Brian Erlacher told you guys to piss off explaining to oh, yeah. very Jack. young producer Jack. Jack Oh, you didn't know about Paris Hilton? Well, no, we, 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 we had, had to, to tell start him. From the, Jack from the beginning. doesn't even know who Paris Hilton was. Well, we we, explain we to educated him. him on how Paris became uh, such how a... How famous uh, she was yes. and how we oh, all yeah, saw yes. her under that green light. <laughs> you guys didn't see the tape? Waddle doesn't know what you're talking you guys didn't about. Green oh, light. Are you talking about the, the, yeah, the, the celebrity? Night vision? Oh, yeah, 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 the yeah. night vision, yeah. Paris Hilton? Yeah. I don't think I know about the night the vision. The sex yeah, it, It's yeah, how she it's became famous. Thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It but was that all, was night vision? Yeah, it was all night. Why yeah. do you think she was green? <laughs> I don't remember that one. Didn't she do more than one then? No, I don't no, think there so. Was no, one. I think there was just one there. Waddle got some special files. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Grinch wasn't with her. Yeah, got it from Carl. <laughs> no, this was before you could just open a tab up. Like you had to download. Yeah, this. Oh no, that I didn't see that. You had to download. This. I didn't see that. We gave him the whole history. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. He, and then we explained who's the other celebrity he dated. Not he didn't just stay her. Jenny McCarthy. Jenny yeah. McCarthy at yeah. the yeah. end of his career. Yeah. yeah. By the way, Crash Talk is brought to you by Steinhoffel's four Chicagoland locations. The newest one in Harwood Heights. Go shop for new furniture. They have everything you could imagine and then some at Steinhoffel's. The Twitchers want you to know, Abdallah, it wasn't all night vision. Oh, what I saw was a little bit. Parts of it. I only made it through the night vision part, man. I was like seeing the commercials also for the quick with the night vision? No, no, no. It's this new thing called Tick Picks. The what? It's the, yeah, what I've they, seen the commercial. The commercial. Yeah, it's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. The old ladies yeah. are playing golf. Well, and they're just talking about like, like in the locker room. Where locker he's room like, I'm about well. to take a tick pick, and they're like, Whoa! Yeah, yeah. it's actually pretty good. Yes. What is it for? It's about ticket purchasing. Oh, it's really good. It's well, good. They're the ones that said the. It's not all night vision. Who's who's watching the whole movie? What are you trying to get the grade the cinematography? No, for the uh, story. Twitchers for the story. They how long was the movie? How long was it? Three and a half, four it, it minutes? Was long. It was long. No, no. That's it was all long. I saw. <laughs> yeah, that, was, you know, that was very accusatory of that's you. All very I, good. That's all, I, that's all I needed. Yeah. yeah. It, it was long. <laughs> Thank you. Good stuff from uh, Meller and Tyler today. All right, let's see. It was Wilbon. It was Erlacher. 
It was Lombardi. Eventually. And it was no, Schefter. Schefter, yeah. That Schefter uh, conversation was fantastic, too. All of it you can get on the ESPN Chicago app or on our YouTube page. It's YouTube, and then subscribe at ESPN Chicago. What else are you going to teach Jack tonight? We'll see. Okay. Uh, Black and Abdallah coming up next. For Waddle, I'm Sylvie. It's ESPN 1000. Have yourself a fantastic Tuesday night.